0: A very good morning to you. And now on RTHK, it's time for a letter to Hong Kong with Maria Tam, the Vice Chair of the Basic Law Committee. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Shirley, thank you for the chat at the club yesterday. It was great to talk face-to-face, although behind masks, rather than on the iPhone. I understand your concern over the future of Hong Kong and also your hesitation in taking the Hong Kong-wide COVID-19 tests because you can take care of yourself. I am going to take the test because Hong Kong's future also depends on the city's quick recovery from this pandemic and restarting our economy. Schools, shops, restaurants and cross-harbour traffic must find a way back for normalcy as soon as possible or else by the end of the year, there will be little cheer for Christmas. In July, the third wave of pandemic hit Hong Kong and the number of confirmed cases increased by 1,852, that is by 140% from the first six months of the year. In the last few days, new confirmed cases is still over 20 per day and the total now is 4,755. Hong Kong government and their experts make it clear that the situation is still not under control because the origin of 40% of the recent cases cannot be traced and the Legislative Council election has to be deferred for one year. It is internationally recognised that early detection, isolation and treatment are the three vital steps in the fight against COVID-19 and the Hong Kong government invited the central government to help us to conduct a universal community test program for whoever wishes to take it. Large-scale testing to find out the hidden source of infection is a must, and the three vital steps have to be taken to achieve results. Our neighbours Macau and Guangdong have mutually recognized each other's health codes, which would allow the owner to travel freely back and forth for seven days. And Macau is on course to welcome visitors from all parts of the mainland. There are reports that the shops in Hainan Island are full of customers, especially for luxury goods. In contrast, Our retail, hospitality and catering services are taking a heavy toll from this pandemic. From February to June, the job loss rate rose to 10.7%, the highest in the last 15 years. So Hong Kong must quickly find a way to be included in this mainland travel arrangement or else our business and services sectors will wither in the winter. Recent headlines around the world pinpoint Hong Kong as the source of the latest development in COVID-19. It can strike the same victim a second time within weeks of recovery. This underscores a growing view around the world that COVID-19 is here to stay. So we must practice early detection and isolation measures and minimize the risks. Shelley... As to the future of Hong Kong, we have witnessed China's efforts to bolster Hong Kong's well-being by letting tourists visit Hong Kong after SARS in 2003, starting cheaper arrangements from 2004 to open the mainland market to Hong Kong business and professional services. Hong Kong's economy grew by 48% from 2004 to 2011, then in 2016, we had the 35-year plan, followed by the Big Bay Area Development and the Belt and Road Initiative, which gives Hong Kong a pivotal role as a financial centre. We have now the high-speed rail and the Hong Kong to Zhuhai Bridge to link us up with the mainland faster than ever. And China is now stable and fast gearing up her economy. So, Shelley, Hong Kong's future is that we will continue to play our role as a designated international trade and finance centre of China. However, we must first keep the pandemic under control, just like on the mainland, and we have to make real efforts. Take the example of what happened in Shenzhen in mid-August. A supermarket employee was infected with COVID-19 in 96 hours, over 300,000 persons in Shenzhen were targeted and tested and the infection contained. Over 1,400 medical workers and 3,000 supporting personnel were mobilized. And what is most important, the residents queue up patiently to take the test which some here have criticised, saying that our test programme comes a bit late and we have missed the best time to curb the spread into the community. But this is no reason to give up the battle. COVID-19 today threatens to derail all good intentions and wipe out our gains. Get overall control of this pandemic and we can move back on track to recovering our status as a logistic hub, a tourist attraction and education centre, as well as a financial centre. Cooperation from our own people is the key to success in this test programme. Remember, many cities in the world are hoping their governments will provide such tests for health protection. We in Hong Kong must seize this opportunity and none of us should be complacent. Confirmed cases per day easily can bounce back and we cannot close our shops, schools and our borders for too long. In our test program, there are more than 100 test sites all over the city, manned by several thousand trained and medical professionals, doctors, dentists and nurses, This is a joint effort to restart Hong Kong. So if we get tested, we have the result in a couple of days and we shall return to normalcy well before Christmas. Businessmen, professionals, students, holidaymakers, tourists will all be crisscrossing the border. Our towns and businesses along the entire border will come to life again. So every one of us should walk that extra mile to take the test and put the buzz back in our city. Shelley, I shall be very happy to go with you to take the test. This is for Hong Kong. Just let me know the date. Yours sincerely, Maria.